You're listening to Opinions of Beer. I prefer mead. You sent me to hell, Jason. I really just want to make everybody jealous. Hi. I'm a person. Listen, what are we talking about? I reckon it sounds like Opinions in Beer. You can do it. Dingo? Oh, I'm good. You're the smartest dumb guys I've ever met. Hello and welcome to Opinions and Beer. I'm your host, Adam. Today, we have our host, Eamon. Hey, how you doing? And EdRay1416. Yo. Today, we've got a lot to talk about. A lot to do. A lot of things to chat on. Um, it's going to be a big, big episode. I guess. I mean. Big Tuesday episode. Yeah, huge. Huge Tuesday episode. It's huge. Fun. Entertainment news. Yeah. Entertainment. It's pretty exciting. All kinds of stuff. I want to talk about um, uh, a lot of things. Should we get into the beer of the day? We should have I opened mean, this, maybe. I mean, like, before we start, we usually go over the beer of the day, so if you want to do that, we can. But also, we could just... We could spice things up and just talk about a few things. And then get into the beer. Yeah, of the we day? can force our listeners to actually hear our voices before we talk about beer. Or I don't know, they might be leaving already. So. Oh my goodness. Uh, I guess let's do the beer of the day. Okay, the beer. I can I don't have a a beer opener for this. Did you have a beer opener? Do I need a, a beer opener? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just need a beer. Awesome. Need a beer opener. Ed Ray one four one six. You're. What kind of wine do you have? And you know what? Let's. Let, I want to let Ed Ray review his wine. Uh, he he is pairing wine today. He's a wino. So he, every time Ed Ray's on, or we're gonna try every time Ed Ray's on, he's going to review the wine that he's drinking. So what does you have? All right. Today's wine of the day is Flatbed Red. It is from the Fetzer Winery Company of California, and this wine is a combination of black plum cherry jam and mocha and this has been established since 2016 this is relatively new and I had to thank Eamon for suggesting this wine and purchasing this for me so in his honor I'm gonna test out this wine first off I'm gonna sniff this yeah this is a good sniff it for me please well it smells very fruity but I could also sense a smell of a little bit of alcohol in here so here's to you Eamon in your honor Thanks. Uh, yeah, just uh, be sure to let us know like how you're picking up uh, the if you're picking anything up. Well, it's it's, it's uh, pretty damn tasty from what I see. I mean, it doesn't taste like a combination of uh, cherry uh, cherry jam and black plum. I mean, it does taste like your typical red wine, like Colorosi Paisano or something like that. But this is some pretty damn good wine. And once again, thank you. And. And now for the beer of the day. And today's beer of the day is brought to you by Infinite L Works. It has a nice infinite symbol on the uh, bottle right here on the label. Um, it is Into the Dark Roast. It is an imperial coffee stout. It is 9% in alcohol by volume. Inspired by explorers who boldly travel. Which, you know what, it's perfect right now because we are in Pirate Month pirate season uh we got some uh we got a few more pirate episodes lined up in the future today's more of an entertainment episode though um this is a belgian inspired imperial stout 
to expand your horizons with inc- uh, incredible depths of ro- roast malt flavor, rich notes of cocoa, dark fruits, roasted nuts, and mild oak. Darn that oak again. Imperial coffee stuff. I love me some uh, some coffee beers. Nine percent in alcohol yeah. is pretty. Fucking, I'm um, I'm really excited because. Uh, oh, I like the picture. There's like a pirate ship on the on the picture. Yeah, dude. Like on the box, like this is fantastic box art. It makes me really want to be a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I'm gonna smell. Okay. It says, um. Ooh, I'm getting like a boozy. Imperial stout. I'm getting a boozy smell off that. Kind of a boozy, kind of a. My, when I smelled it, it was oh, very. Uh, is it boozy smelling? It smells thick. Well, I uh, I, I don't have that great of a sense oh, okay. of smell, so. But I have a good taste tester, I guess. So uh. I'm gonna pour it in this mug, this okay. or whatever. That way it uh. Well, let me have a sip first. Okay. In case it tastes bad. <laughs> okay. No, that's uh. Immediately going in there because I want it to uh. Fucking soak that up. Okay. Yeah, that's really good. What do you, was it so? Oh, soaking the um. You know what your mug to soak up the flavor? Yeah, yeah. That way, every time I'll just drink like. Coffee Is this? It doesn't say that it's aged. Maybe the oak. Maybe that's just the high alcohol, or the nine percent. Maybe it is. For nine percent, I can taste that. I can. I can taste nine percent. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a uh, definitely, definitely a stronger beer. Okay, no, it I, says I, uh, rich notes of cocoa, I'm, dark fruits, roasted nuts, and mild oak. I'm like not, the oak is way more prevalent, huh? Yeah, I'm not getting the um. You dark fruits. The coffeeness. Oh really? I'm not getting the coffee. Let me try it again. Here. Not getting the coffee at all. Nope. Nope. Which is fine. Not all coffee stouts, I guess, have to taste like coffee. Yeah, no, just, no. It's, it's uh, just implied that it's going to be like a like a bittery roast, like a dark, I mean, dark, I'm, burnt taste. Yeah, I mean, I almost appreciate it but, uh, a bit more because it doesn't taste too much like coffee. Oh. Even though, like, maybe it's crafted that way, but it's not too bad. Like, I'm Definitely, not, um, there's a previous beer I, uh, I reviewed, uh, in a solo episode and straight up was coffee. Oh, really? Yeah, so that's why, now, because now I'm judging... Yeah. The um, uh, Midnight Oil. Midnight Oil? Oh, shit, yeah, awesome. That oil uh, beer tasted just like coffee, so I'm having to, like, block that out of my head because oh, that was yeah. a coffee stout, and it tasted like coffee. I'm it's having, am, it's like, amazing, though, the, the range of coffee stouts. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't be able to think that, you know, it's totally opposite ends of the spectrum there. That was also an oatmeal coffee stout instead of a, this is my, this is a oak. oak. Yeah. An oak. So I guess oak and oat. Rich notes of Very cocoa? different. Which, I mean, I kind of can get some of that, but not much. Dark fruits. I wonder what dark fruits... What does dark fruits mean, I wonder? I bet you we're getting a lot of that, we just don't even know. Dark fruits. Um, I don't know. Like a bitter angry fruit. Tomatoes. Angry. <laughs> the dark side of the tomato. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ed Ray. There's a minion. Hey, speaking of t- tomatoes, uh, Ed Ray's plants survived the flood. Yeah, you want to give us an up- update on that, or... Well, the plants are in good condition now, but when the floodwaters subsided, some of them kind of bent, but they didn't wilt. And one of the reasons for that being is because the straw cover that I initially put down before garden season 
started to break down and probably aerate the soil, which meant that the roots could get down further and be protected from floodwaters. And then what I did additionally is put some small sticks, some twigs and some small sticks on the base of the plants. And I think that also helped the tomato protect the tomatoes even when they were submerged underwater, which the uh, initial flood was eight inches of rain and the second flood was four inches of rain. Damn. We uh we need to get them uh, growing some some shit. <laughs> that way, uh, well, hey, uh, it's almost legal. Hops and I think hemp's legal. Hops. That way we can hops. Like a, a craft thing. <laughs> How well, to take care of your hops? Uh, well, <laughs> if you want to grow hops, I'll help you grow hops, man. <laughs> but uh, man, anyways, we're we're gonna get into some of these entertainment news. Um, where to start? Um, I want to. You know what? Should we start off? Okay, okay we have three entertainment news. We have. Wrestling. Okay. We have a TV series, and then we have a video game. Okay. Well, um, I guess start off with uh, wrestling. Okay. That's, that's the one topic that I don't really know. Well, no, this one, this one, you know. Okay. Right. Ready for this? Okay. So WWE is kind of a. Uh, it's a big controversy. Well, controversy. Apparently, Vince McMahon is out of touch. He doesn't. Uh, he's so obsessed with wrestling right now. That that's all he watches is his own product, and so he doesn't know yeah, what's going yeah. on in the rest of the world. But he doesn't. But, but, but a lot of people are frustrated with him because they feel like he's out of touch. Well, yeah, because that's all he's doing is he's focusing on focusing on his on on his the wrestling and not how to incorporate it into what's going on in the world right now. Oh. Like he's he's not. Uh, I think that he's like move, He's staying blind to like current. He's yes. That way that he can write his own narrative without having to... I guess so. I mean, I totally understand where he's coming from. Like, as a but, businessman... But a lot of people... He uh, should be able to do whatever he wants with his company. Yes. I mean, I, I do understand... Just fans like, fans are getting upset because they feel like the, they're not connecting with the storylines as well. And then, like, they're just... They kind of start to seem repetitive. And apparently writers are upset because this man gets, like, bored. He's been getting bored really quick. Like, he's starting to realize that, like, a lot of his stuff is, yeah, like... but come on, man. Wrestling's, like, storylines and stuff have been a shit show for a while. Well, there's a good, there, so, there's like, a good up, the though. The people that are getting pissed off at that, they're, like... The one thing yeah, right. you know what me from supporting wrestling right now is the fact that it doesn't have enough current well, events I think it's to relate a, to me. Well, I, I think it's like, the characters are stale. The, some of those characters are stale. I think it was a bad idea to give the belt to Rollins. He's not a um, charismatic champion. He's a better heel. And uh, other than all that, that's that, that's that's besides the point. Anyways, is it the, why, why well, is it besides because that? what we're getting to is that they're they're doing a hail mary with these uh, controversial Saudi Arabia shows. Okay. Okay. So they the uh, WWE has a um, contract with Saudi Arabia for I think it was five years or is it ten years? Ten years. Ten years, and each time they do this, they do a Saudi show. They're trying to make it like super big. Right, it's like they're like little. They're trying to do like these hail mary stuff. They're getting like a tons of money for these Saudi Arabia shows, uh, and they're able to pay people that probably wouldn't wrestle otherwise. They're able to pay them like millions of dollars for one show. Okay, which yeah, brings but, us uh, to. I mean, are they in the Illuminati? Which br- maybe may, may, I don't know. Which brings us <laughs> to a first time ever match is happening at an upcoming Saudi show. And it is the Undertaker versus Goldberg. Really? Um, 
that's unique and interesting. So are they doing it over there as kind of like a hype event type yeah. deal? Well, I mean, whatever they want to do. It's just cool. Is that not cool? Yeah, that's super cool. I want to see that. Ma- I mean, out, out of like, it's like. Yeah, out of even even though it's uh they're past their prime and they're probably uh I mean obviously they're a little slower than they used to be. I don't think mean, Undertaker maybe Goldberg. I don't think the Goldberg. You're right. Goldberg's pretty fast. I mean, I'm still. pretty sure that he can still tackle somebody pretty yeah. hard. He was a football player, wasn't he? Yeah. Like wasn't he? A, yeah, like, he was a fo- yeah. Uh, was he? Or something? Well, like, Bills. He was in the bu- Bills. Yeah. Either way, like. Undertaker, no, man, I can see he's been doing this for a real long time. Like, yeah. I, he's worn down. Undertaker. Uh, I've noticed, uh, though, that... Goldberg, that's, what, 20 years? Yeah. 20 years he's been doing it instead of, like, fucking 50 or whatever. And then, then obviously, he stopped, and he, re- he wrestled uh, Brock Lesnar twice, and then and that's about it. Yeah. So, Besides that, he's, like, fucking working and taking, like, fiber pills and yeah. stuff, and he's probably good to go. So it's just pretty. Yeah, he's ready to fucking carry <laughs> Undertaker just, uh, in Saudi Arabia. It was just out of the box because no one expected this match, um, and no no one expected to see Goldberg again after. With everyone thought he was done after Lesnar, but I guess the Saudi money is just too ridiculous. Even even Chris Jericho was saying that like he did not he did not want to do the Saudi Arabia event, but like the money involved in that event when he when they got him to do it was like too big to like it was too ridiculous he wouldn't say what it was he's like i'm not i can't say what it what it was but like it was too big it would be stupid to pass that up yeah how much money they're offering wrestlers to come do this all right so ed ray uh this is one of the topics that i really feel like you like like we can trust you and your opinion on on this so what have you got to say about it in regards to the storylines uh from vince mcmahon or the uh whole saudi arabia controversy I would like for you to elaborate on any thoughts at all that you have on it. Well, in terms of Vince McMahon, yeah, he's starting to stink up the WWE with uh, repetitive storylines, cheesy characters, and maybe some bad business decisions. I mean, yeah, he may, he may make some good business decisions. You need to give you glasses of wine earlier, because that, uh, that was fucking fire right there. Yeah, well, let me, well, let me tell you something about Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon is a very marketable businessman, and I credit him for what he did for professional wrestling throughout 1980s and 1990s, especially with the Attitude Era. But the unfortunate event is that you can't keep doing the same old repetitive storyline, same old character stuff. You have to be a little bit innovative throughout the years. I mean, there's a cycle that goes on where you have to change things up a little bit to recapture the interest of the audience and that's what independent wrestling is doing that's why independent wrestling is on the rise right now and what do you he said you gotta like change things up in order to keep well well the the problem is that um is that current wrestling fans aren't they don't like stories anymore whether they probably won't agree with me right there but i think i think that's it i think they want the spots and they want the they want more they want to pretend that it's actual competition instead of a soap opera when you should probably embrace the fact that it should be a soap opera and you should have like some crazy yeah storylines going on but it's just so hard how much fucking storyline can vince mcmahon but it's hard now it's hard now for vince mcmahon because vince mcmahon he's trying to first he's trying to impress fox who's now disney so he's trying to impress disney okay because he's about to he 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 just signed a contract they're about to go over to fox which basically Disney. So Disney's about to own a part of WWE. Okay. 
Wow. I have a big stake in WWE. Does that mean The Rock's going to be our Disney prison? M- maybe <laughs> our Triple H is yeah, a Disney like princess Jake the Snake Roberts is a, but uh, a villain or but uh so he's got a lot going so he can't do the Marvel Extended Universe is gonna be which is weird because I, I thought I think Fox actually wants them to do the the edgy stuff so but I think he's scared to do the edgy stuff because any backlash yeah any backlash then Disney will probably shut that shit down yeah right so you gotta so he's probably worried about that so no more cutting their their heads. No, that's been that's been gone because. Yeah, but why why isn't it back? Like, I don't know, because uh, I don't know. I don't I don't think he liked it originally. I don't think Vince Man ever liked juicing. He yeah. allowed it because he he understood it. He, he he's done it. So I mean, he obviously understands the the um the dramaticism the how how the, you know how dramatic it is to you know be bleeding out your face and you know how you know go you know how yeah and um so he understands that but I, he just wants it to be more family friendly does, does he think that he can't get away with as much on TV probably 100% before? i think probably. that 100% yeah yeah because cuz he i mean he used that's what i'm saying he used to make storylines that were literally backstage drama with real people. He would take real people's issues that they were having in real life and make them WWE storylines so that he, like, if, like, uh, what was it? One of the biggest things where, um, there was literally, was, there was, he, a, was he still, there was a couple, was he owner with, uh, fucking, uh, like Hulk Hogan and, uh, Randy Savage at the time? What do you mean? I know that, uh, like, was maybe his dad over it at that point, or had Vince already taken taken over? Vince taken over because a long like, time ago. The yeah, the whole Kogan and uh, Randy Savage thing was one of the things that like their girlfriend like that. Randy Savage's he he wife, would do that all the time. That yeah, like that's that's crazy. That's what Vince McMahon would do. He would make them do those storylines that and are so, lit- like, real. Like, and, like like don't talk about. I can't imagine like I can't imagine like having to go to work and then fucking like. All that shit actually going on, and then you have to, like, make it into a fucking dramatic play where you beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> yeah. Hey, 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 it leads, I mean, I guess it did it leads for good stiff stuff. Yeah. yeah stiff least, shots. Yeah, for sure. A lot of people, stiff shots. Because that, that was a big thing with, um, the same thing happened with Edge and Matt Hardy when uh, they were really? both dating, uh, or one, one of them was dating Lita, and then Lita kept cheating. Now, this is real life. And, that and, was real life? But if this... Yeah, See, yeah, if I Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon, fights, when Vince McMahon would get a hold of, like, when he would hear of these things, he would turn it into a storyline. He just doesn't, I don't, he doesn't do that no more. Okay. He could do that with so many, so many people, so many things he could turn into that. And, um, so it was just different, and, um, it's just exciting, I just, it's just not exciting, and I think, but I think they do these, one, these, these events now, and they have these one exciting matches. A lot of people cringe at them because, like, oh, these old people are taking away spots from the new people. The new people aren't good at storytelling, and that's just blunt honesty. They're not good at storytelling, except maybe like Bray Wyatt, who's good at character developing, but not really storytelling. I, I don't know. You know, I, I'm taking that back. Bray Wyatt's really good at storytelling, uh, but uh, but they're not good at the matches, man. The match. Uh, there's no there. Like if you if, okay. no, but I mean if you watch if you watch something like uh, Stone Cold versus Bret Hart, you know, and WrestleMania was that thirteen? Yeah, WrestleMania thirteen and ninety seven. Yeah, WrestleMania thirteen ninety seven, okay. where you know Stone Cold, 
uh, they have these. This, they have this. You know, this match. Stone Cold doesn't tap. You know, he bleeds out and he passes out. He loses. But whatever happened to the story of uh, the the Bret Hart like got fucked up or something? Like fucked that? up? No, he was just he was attacked. He was no, nothing happened to him though. I don't think the guy he was he was tackled at the Hall of Fame this year for the Hart Foundation induction, and some crazy dude jumped the ring and tackled him. For real? Yeah, it was a shoot tackle, and the wrestlers that got inside the ring punched the daylights out of the guy. Yeah, they they effed his face up. Crazy. But anyways, but yeah, it's just crazy, and I just thought it was interesting that um they're doing Goldberg versus Taker, and a lot of people. <laughs> Bret Hart say his mom was fat or no, something like what? No, no, he he, he, he just wanted no. He was like a fa- he was like a like a amateur MMA guy and he just wanted to have attention. Oh okay. Oh that's what a what a piece of shit. Yeah, uh, he might have had some like uh, mental disability too. Is what they're saying. Mental. <laughs> but uh, what a dumb piece of shit. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, it'd be interesting to see if they if they can pull off a Sting versus Taker, like a lot of people are speculating that they might be aiming towards. You okay. know, like Taker fight. They're, they're thinking that Taker's going to face a bunch of WCW guys that have lead they, up to. They already had Sting versus. Taker? No, they haven't. They still haven't done it. Wow. No. I thought they, that was like the first thing. No, because Sting got injured. They were lead, they were building up to it, but Sting got injured because Seth Rollins injured him. He he did the buckle power bomb and he did it wrong. And he uh, wow. and Sting uh, tore his um, shoulder out or whatever. What if just this entire time Undertaker and Sting have been like preparing for the most like amazing fucking match we've ever witnessed? That'd be intense, but probably not. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's move on to the next thing. You want to do? Let's do. Uh, let's do the TV show next. Okay. Because that's your thing. Would you like for me to elaborate on? Uh, yeah, okay, so we're talking about Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. You got <sighs> it's Thrones. trash. Game of Thrones is trash. Game of Thrones is trash right out the gate. Yeah. That's your thought. All right, uh, well, Edray, what's your thoughts on Game of Thrones? Never seen it, so I have no opinion. Okay, so I've got two people here that are fucking weird, but no, that's okay. No, because I don't, I don't like uh, shows that pretend they're real shows when they started off as uh, softcore porn. That started off as just a rip off of fucking Spartacus, which was also horrible. Yeah, uh, you know things like Spartacus and all these stupid Game of Thrones is like Twilight for all you uh, 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 gladiator lovers. Okay, well, I mean that's a reasonable. Uh, it's cool to see. It's cool to be on the inside looking outside, like seeing like, oh, well, that's you know that's cool that you feel that way, like. Uh, I uh, like that doesn't butt hurt me or any Game of Thrones. I'm not trying to butt hurt no one. Uh, that's what I'm saying. So. They're butt hurt. Yeah, they are. Because the season eight isn't uh, written by George A.R. Martin anymore, and <laughs> now they're pissed off because the writers that apparently ruined their season is writing the new Star Wars trilogy. Now they're pissed that they're going to ruin Star Wars. No, man. Um, no, I mean that they may be pissed about that or whatever, but the people that took over. Uh, George R. R. Martin kind of gave him. He he told him like the end, and he told him some of the key points or whatever. And he then he's just letting them fill in some of the blanks or or whatnot. But they're doing like from somebody that's been watching it for a long time, like since the beginning. Like I actually read some of the books before they started. Fucking. Uh, Did you watch Spartacus? Yeah, I want to say I've seen some Spartacus. Stuff. I mean, Game of Thrones is because of Spartacus. Okay. Why do you say that? Because it is. It's what started the trend. That and uh, 
that Spartacus opened the door. Yeah, it's like it's like a fantasy novel though. Oh, Spartacus it, opened the door for for Walking fantasy. Dead, Spartacus Game of Thrones, like, all those. Like the main lady is fucking like flying a, around on a dragon, and man. then that opened the door for Orange the New Black. It's all the same. All these weird fucking pornos that uh they that started off as pornos and they're like, oh wait, people like this. We should make a story. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right, I get it. You don't listen to it, but a lot of people do. So let me let me elaborate. On so uh, small spoilers or large spoilers for people that haven't seen season eight of Game of Thrones. Essentially, what's going on now is uh, the Night King came and attacked everybody. Uh, uh, Arya killed the Night King, so that was a big fucking deal because you thought that it was going to be the last three episodes or whatever we're all going to be. Just them fighting the Night King and kind of killing each other on the side. And um, it's pretty crazy because the big fight that was like kind of geared towards since the very first season is already it's done. They, they finished it off early, so now these last couple of episodes are just like, what are they going to fucking do? And... They've been doing fucking awesome with that because they're just killing everybody. <laughs> it's like, it's going back to the roots that, like, no one in Game of Thrones is safe. Like, like whenever people were getting into it, I was trying to tell them, I was like, look, if you, if you watch the first couple episodes or whatever, if you like a character, don't, don't love that character. Like, do not get affiliated with any of them because they're all gonna fucking die. Is, uh, is Peter Dinklage dead yet? He's gonna be. He's about to die, like it's because oh no because question. he betrayed the he betrayed the queen. He betra- yeah, he betrayed Daenerys, and she's gonna fucking have him executed unless he can run away. It's fucking crazy, dude. Um, let's see what else is happening. So Jon Snow went with Daenerys into King's Landing to help Daenerys like take over the throne from Cersei Lannister. Cersei Lannister is uh, the incest lady. It's cool explaining this to somebody who hasn't watched it. Cersei's the, the, the incest lady with her brother that mm-hmm. they, they've been fucking throughout the entire entire show. Yeah. But anyways, everybody and their mom has wanted Cersei to die for fucking ever, and uh, she just got killed by Daenerys. Da- Daenerys killed Cersei and Jaime Lannister, and anyone else that was in that kingdom, like uh, the city of uh, whatever? <laughs> uh, King's Landing, yeah. Anyways, so... It's a it's a big deal right now. Like it's one of the most uh, honestly, dude. Uh, you got like Simpsons. The movie was a big TV to like movie type thing. Yeah, a big moment in television history. Like that was a big moment. Like the season ending of like the season premiere or season finale of like Seinfeld was also a huge fucking thing. Like, this next episode of Game of Thrones is going to be, like, on that list, man. Well, I mean, for the people that have watched it. Uh, like, I bet you there's not going to be a save Game of Thrones campaign that's so big that it saves it. <laughs> to continue like it, it? Like it no, was... Like, like everybody's going to be dead. Like, the, they're not exactly. going to be able to continue. Well, they are talking about getting a, a, a spin-off, which is, like, the red-headed, like, wild guy. Yeah. And uh, Ghost, the wolf. <clears throat> We're gonna have Tormund and Ghost, uh, like I guess, like a sitcom, like a bro sitcom. <laughs> it's probably like a buddy cop sitcom spinoff. But who knows? They might bring them back for the final episode and fucking kill them. That's crazy, dude. Ooh. 
I don't know. <laughs> so, um, how do you how do you want to approach us? Do you want to do possible endings where you can just do weird Spartacus uh, fanfic? I know. I, I hate Spartacus. Okay. That's why I hate Game of Thrones. Okay. <laughs> so, how do you think? Because it's derived from the same minds. How do you think that uh, Spartacus and uh, Game of Thrones will end? How how would Game of I think Thrones have a Spartacus? Is, I think Spartacus ending? ended. How would how would that ending be? Um, fucking liberal orgy. <laughs> you think they're just gonna have a big, a big fucking orgy at the end of Game of Thrones? Like Daenerys, Jon Snow, and uh, what's her name, Sophia Turner, the uh, yeah. Sansa. Yeah. Um, Even I the guess, wolf. They're yeah, going to have the wolf in there because the they're weird. It's going to be a big, big fucking orgy. Like, <laughs> Daenerys took the city over. Like that food, it's like that food movie. It's like all is the good. Wieners and, or whatever. Uh, it's orgy time. <laughs> wieners and the donut and the bagel. I mean, I hope so. That'd Seth Rogen. That would be, really, be a really awesome final Seth, scene. Is just Seth a Rogen. bunch of like all these actors and actresses just butt naked. Just <laughs> going to town on each Lucifer other. had a better uh, season finale probably. Lucifer was really good. Well, that uh, I mean, that didn't have to be too long of a topic. I just no, no, you can tell you know it. Okay, um, it is it's a big deal. So I guess I think I think Peter time. Dinklage's character becomes king. Okay. Okay. Maybe he kills Denarius, not Denarius, whatever her name is. Is it Denarius? Uh, yeah, Daenerys. Daenerys. I, th I thought Daenerys. that was a dragon. No, no, no. She. She is a dragon lady. Her 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 dragon is uh, I don't know what his name is. See, everyone's kept saying it was the a D word. Dracaris. Okay. Dracaris is how she tells her uh, dragons to shoot fire. Okay. So she'll say Dracaris, and that means like to burn. Like a lot of people were saying Dracaris the other day. You probably saw that on yeah. the timeline. The reason why is because they cut a girl's head off. The like the person that helps Daenerys. Yeah. They cut that girl's head off, and she was like, right before she said Dracaris, which means like burn. So she was saying, burn this fucking city and all the people. That's what it is. And they did it. Which, I mean, you know, people like, people are kind of flabbergasted about that. And it's like, she, how? She told everyone she was going to do it. She did. She was like, I'm going to blow this, I'm going to blow this fucking city up and all of its people. That's legit. And then she went and had sex. That was, that's how. The, it's not really how. It <laughs> no, I think uh, I think that like uh, Jon Snow and Daenerys are gonna kill each other. Or actually, if this is airing afterwards, and they just killed each other, and uh, <laughs> Peter Dinklage is getting a what an Emmy? Yeah. Yeah. Is that what they get for uh, TV shows? Yeah, Emmys. Emmys are TV yeah. shows. Man, so events. Of, of all the, what's of the all best? The what's been the best event TV series? Who do you think will get an Emmy? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know any of the characters. Except Peter Dinklage. Well, there's Peter Dinklage. I watched. It. I was pissed um, off. I was mad that they killed that one guy. Apparently, apparently the pirate I, bad guy. I watched the poison scene. I was pissed off about it. The pirate bad guy in uh, Game but I, of Thrones I root for right now. He was in World War Z. Not World War Z. I'm sorry. Um, fuck. It was that recent Nazi zombies movie. It was Overlord. Overlord. Him and this other guy that were in the last episode were both in Overlord. So, 
that's somebody that uh, you may you may or know may know. Um, Cersei Lannister, uh, Lena Headey was in uh, Three Hundred. She was, uh, I want to say, Leonidas's wife. Uh, okay. So, I don't know. She might get an Emmy. Who's who's the, who? Do you think is acting the best? The best actor probably. Peter Dinklage, uh, Varys, possibly even Jon Snow. I, I, I'll say that he's doing a Kit Harrington as even though he didn't uh, show any emotion to the dog or whatever. No, that was the one thing that yeah, I guess I guess he didn't show emotion to the dog. The wolf, <laughs> the wolf, the dire, dire wolf. <laughs> but that's because he's like he's already died and came back. He's like a fucking zombie. Like oh yeah, I forgot there's zombies. Yeah, in this. He's, he's just wasn't mountain ones, mountain guy zombie. Yeah, oh, they uh, the the that's what people. One of the things people are complaining about right now is the mountain and the hound killed each other in a, in a in a lackluster battle. Yeah, that was supposed to be bigger. Yeah, they said that uh, it should have been bigger, but I don't know, man. Like they straight up busted out the hound. Like he was doing the same thing he did with the guy in like season five. He was like putting his hands through his eyeballs, like he had like was smashing the hound's head and then. The hound just got the upper hand and fucking tackled him <laughs> out of a window. Yeah? yeah it, was, it was fucking crazy. Um, pretty much everybody's going to die. Yeah, that's what happens. Yeah. You know what happens when we die? You die and you go to hell? No. The people that love us will miss us. Yes. That's a... What do, what do you think? That was from... That was, that was from... You, you didn't see that? Uh-uh. No. That was Keanu Reeves... He was uh, uh, Stephen Colbert tried to trap him with a religious question, and he was like, "The people that love us will miss us." That's crazy. And uh, everyone went, "Aww." <laughs> <laughs> He's just got his own following now. Uh, did you see uh, on Fortnite? I just saw. Yeah, John. The, yeah, the John Wick skin. Uh, well, like game. Yeah, and the game. Oh really? It's a mode. Oh shit! Okay. There's a John Wick that? mode. What? How does that play out? Um. You gotta collect. Uh, your you're basically a hitman, and you gotta collect the coins from people, and you gotta go. You get, you get three lives, but you can be a squad, so it's like a squad with three lives. That sounds pretty cool. Was it kind of like how they did the uh, the getaway or whatever? But I think getaway you had. Did you have multiple lives in getaway? No. So maybe that's. So what it's like getaway with multiple lives. lives. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Um, yeah. And you start. Oh, and you start off with guns. You drop. Start, oh, okay. So you, you drop in. With, you drop in with the two newest guns that they really? added, with the newest shotgun and the newest the the the, the gun that dropped today or the the day that this was recorded. <laughs> the the gun that just dropped was like a like a it's like a rifle that takes many bullets. It's like oh, a, it's shit, like an assault okay. rifle that takes many bullets or whatever. It's That's like a, cool. And um, so you but you drop with those two guns. You got with an assault rifle and a shotgun. So that's crazy. Yeah. Um. Have you have you watched the previous John Wicks? Yes. I've I've only seen the first one. Okay, John Wick or Equalizer. Equalizer. Yeah. Uh, or John Wick. Um, I've only seen a few scenes of Equalizer. I've what? Seen, you didn't watch the second one? Um, no. He fucks people up in a hurricane. He's like walking around just chilling. Hurricane's going on. He's fucking killing people and like like bad 
like ripping their like killing people bad. Man, I need to watch that then because I could like I could be. Making, I think making gifts. And I, shit I think gifs. Yeah. I think Equalizer <laughs> with prep time beats John Wick. I can believe it. Cause he had prep time, and that's he just he just murdered all these assassins. They're basically on his skill level, and he murdered them with he murdered them with ease. Uh, I don't think he ever watched uh, Ed Ray. Have you ever watched uh, John Wick or The Equalizer? Well, I've heard about it through Cinema Sins, but I've never seen the movie. What'd you think of the uh, Cinema Sins version? Yeah, Cinema Sins is a bunch of degenerates. No, but what, what you watched it, so what'd you think of the uh, the scenes you saw? It will. It's, uh, it's hard for me to say because I have to watch the movie to actually know what the context is. Oh, okay. I don't know. Sometimes, I, sometimes if I skip a movie, I'd watch Cinema Sins and just see, and I would know what happened in the movie because they they show almost every scene. Well, I guess and, like we fast could forward. Say, who's your favorite actor? Keanu Reeves or Denzel Washington? I'd probably say Denzel Washington on the fact that he's a very good actor. Oh yeah. Oh, did y'all hear that Keanu Reeves is coming out with a um, uh, Bill and Ted three or whatever? Yeah, that's uh, supposedly coming up soon. They're that, probably already recording, huh? Yeah, they're 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 recording it, and they have to. The, I think the plot is they have to make a song for an alien species, or they're gonna wipe out the entire universe. <laughs> and they haven't. They haven't. They've been trying to write the song for forty years, and they still haven't written it. Yeah, so but I'm now they have. Like, but now like, they have. They have a set time date. They have a time limit to make it. To make it. To so make they the have song. To fucking finally fin- finish yeah. It. That's so cool. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> like, that's gonna be an awesome movie. I uh, mean, uh, I, who knows? It, it may be really bad, but it seems like it would be awesome. <laughs> so, uh, uh, oh yeah, and I just wanted to mention that Lucifer, the new, se- the Netflix season, ha- was awesome. There's a few things that Fox did a little bit better. Like I think I think Fox did some of the um, the climactic action scenes a little better, but Netflix uh, had Netflix did really good with Lucifer with a new season. Yeah, so uh, I haven't I haven't really seen any of the other stuff. I, I think believe. I've seen like the older stuff of it. The older you know, Lucifer, but you know what Lucifer you know you know where the characters from though, huh? No, the, t- what, the Kevin Smith thing? No. Or is that a... Do you know, you know what I'm talking about, though? The TV, no. the TV series Lucifer? Hmm. Okay, well, there's, there's a TV series called Lucifer. It was on it was on Fox for about three seasons, and they were canceled unexpectedly. Oh, wow. But I think they were canceled to make room so Fox can buy um, Last Man Standing. Okay. Which is, I mean, if it was a... Is that back on Fox? Yeah, Last Man Standing was on ABC, but it went to Fox... I mean, it's a ratings giant, so I mean, it's, it made sense, right? Yeah. Uh, but but there was such a big following for Lucifer, an unexpected big following, that uh, that Netflix bought uh, the rights to Lucifer to produce the season four, which just released a few weeks ago. Damn. And. Um, and then no, because the, the Save Lucifer campaign was huge. I, you know, I was driving. I drove to Florida. I stopped at a gas station. The gas station was just, the, the lady was just like, oh, "I'm sorry, I'm watching Lucifer." Cause they were just watching the old seasons of Lucifer. Cause <laughs> that's how big Lucifer is. Like you just go to a gas station, people are watching the show. Is, is that like commonplace at most? I don't go to many gas stations anymore. Is that it, just like a gas station commonplace? Maybe. Is every gas station in America?
there? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> it, it was would, just surprising it would warrant, to me. It would warrant Netflix. I think it's surprising how big the... And fucking starting a new season, though? You think so? I think... Yeah. So you finished this whole entire season? Yeah, we, I, we just finished it last night, and uh, it ended... Uh, it ended in a way... Because the last season, season three, ended in a cliffhanger to where people were so pissed off that if they did not finish it, they would be so pissed off. This season ended in a way where they don't have to make another season, but I hope they do. But it did end in a way where it's like, okay, I don't... Because, uh, uh, spoiler alert, uh, skip about t- two minutes. Uh, Lucifer returns to hell, which the whole thing, the whole premise... <laughs> spoiler alert. The whole, the whole premise of the series... God wins the final war. No, the whole premise of the series is that Lucifer doesn't want to go back to hell. He's taking a... He, but he's taking, like, a long-ass vacation. The last season, uh, prophecy starts to emerge to where, like, when the devil meets his first love, then hell will release on the earth. Okay. And uh, Eve shows up because Eve finds a way to come back to earth thanks to uh, Amenadiel going... Uh, te- teaching them that they have rights over themselves. Okay. And uh, so Eve comes to Earth to get with back with Lucifer, um, and and then he starts basically losing his because sh- he's trying to juggle his two lives now because he's like because Eve wants him to be the original Satan from the Garden of Eden, but he's like kind of growing as a as a character as or as a person for himself, and he doesn't want to be that character anymore, the from the Eden from Eden. And anyways, he doesn't want to go back to hell, but he ends up having to because he realized because the because the demons are starting to they get taught that they can disobey Lucifer now because he they realize he's not he doesn't want to go back to Earth or to go back to hell, and so the demons start disobeying Lucifer and doing the whole uh, they start doing possessions to like try to get him to come back, and they're, they they almost killed uh, one of the angels' child that he had with uh, the therapist. Okay. <laughs> it's just crazy. So is that like a legitimate son to Lucifer? No, it's well, it's a nephew. Oh, okay. But uh, he just felt bad that all this stuff was happening. So he, so the the last, the very last thing you see is Lucifer on his throne, uh, on top of like, cause like his throne's like, a, like a fucking penthouse looks like, and he's on like on, he's like looking over hell. Uh, is it like in New York or something? No, no, no. It's it's actually hell because oh, okay. okay. So the, the the this Lucifer character, you probably remember him. He's based off the DC comics, which means it's the same character that's in Constantine. So the Lucifer from Constantine is this Lucifer, but Shit. not not the actor or whatever. But it's like you know the same character is the. Uh, if you remember Constantine, speaking, of, I I wanted to bring it up because Keanu Reeves is obviously yeah. in Constantine. So the devil that's in Constantine is technically the same character that's this TV show is about. Well, that's a whole lot of mindfuck. Uh, I don't really know enough I know. about it. Um, you I mean, t- <laughs> besides from what you just told me, which is, I think, pretty much everything. <laughs> Fuck, that's a, that's a lot going on. Yeah, the, the, a lot of the side stories. Uh, I think the only, the, the only way season five could go right now is probably introducing Lilith, which they introduced her name in this season. Which is apparently the the mother of the demons and like Adam's first love before before uh, uh, Eve was made. So okay, yeah. So that's actually kind of accurate <laughs> to like some of weird Bible yeah 
So, uh, I don't know. It's all debatable because yeah, everything. So that's the only that's the only possible that's probably a way they could go in season five is introduce Lilith because they mentioned her name and what would what would be the number one thing that the fans want to happen in this show like at this point? That's the thing. They kind of ended it in a way where (laughs) they just wanted to keep going. Well, no, they, well, they ended it in a way where it could end, like they, like because last season there were people, fans were so pissed off that it ended, because it ended with him killing Cain from the Bible, because Cain, st- you know, st- you know, obviously he's immortal because God, you know, send him to walk the earth forever. Yeah. And so, but Cain wants to die so bad, he starts like he kind of tries to kill um, uh, people that Lucifer cares about, and uh, and then he ends up finally killing Cain. But he kills Cain with his when he's in his natural form or whatever, and Chloe sees it and it ended. Chloe's the girl. Uh, Chloe's the detective that doesn't believe. Uh, he actually, I think she's an atheist throughout the show. But then, like, uh, uh, sh- uh, finally, season three, the season finale, she sees his face. You said it was on. Uh, you Fox. Said it was on Fox, right? Are For you, three seasons. Are you sure it's not on TBN? Why would it be on TBN? You mean CB? You mean um, CW? No, or not? No, sorry. TBN, the Turner Broadcast. No. <laughs> Why would it be the, there? The Christian show. No, oh my it god. Sounds like some crazy stuff from a Christian. Uh, no, but it's based off of DC Comics, <laughs> Lucifer, or whatever. Anyways, um, that's that. Who, who, who knows? You know, maybe TBN is branching out. I mean, everything's maybe owned. Everything's owned by Disney, so what does it matter? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I want to bring up some beer news real quick, if that's cool. Um, yeah. what, what what do you think about? Because speaking about Disney, you know, Disney's constantly buying things out. A lot of uh, a lot of controversy in the in the craft beer community right now because is it really? Well, mildly. Uh, what? Bunch of mad at yeah. Well, they're mad at Dogfish Head because Dogfish Head just sold their company to Samuel Adams. Oh no shit! But Samuel Adams, last year, uh, was our actually this year I think in January of this year was labeled no longer a craft beer company. So they're pissed off that Dogfish had sold to a non-craft beer company. But that just happened this year because the Craft Beer Association uh, redefined what a craft beer was and uh, or what re- redefined what a craft beer company was. And, and Dog, Dogfish Head is one of the ones that's like. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's pretty cool. I mean, it's good. Look, I understand that people want to sit there and claim a title of, like, craft brew or whatever. But at a certain point, you got to look at it from a business perspective. Like, if they have the ability to make more money, like, isn't... Some people don't. I mean, ultimately, isn't that, like, what all people are trying to do? No, look at... You know, it's, uh, you know, Yingling are uh, technically Yingling isn't craft beer even, but like they're trying to stay with the craft beer title. That's why they started cutting, they cut back um, production. Uh, they cut back uh, breweries. As we had Flying Dog, man, Flying Dog cut back their they they cut away their Texas Brewing Company to stay a craft beer title. So yeah. some some people just want to they want to stick with the craft beer crew. They can't produce too much. Of the beer, and they can't. Uh, uh, and then in Samuel Adams' case, you can't have seventy-five percent not of your seventy-five. Or it's like you can't have 
70 or it's like some percentage of your profits can't be from non beer stuff and Samuel and Samuel Adams see they were getting away with they, they were getting away with being craft beer uh, for the longest time uh, but since it was redefined that you can't sell um, the majority of your profits can't come from the spiked beverages like yeah. like the uh, what's the, what are those called what, what are some give me a spiked beverage Mike's hard. Mike's hard. Like Mike's hard Smirnoff. It can't come from that. And apparently, Samuel Adams has a big so, stake in those. So, oh, okay. So, do they like own those companies? One of them. Something? They own one of them. Really? Yeah. And so, a lot of their. Uh, well, we should probably get it clear before we. I know. Yeah. I, I, I don't. I don't okay, know which well, one. This is in passing. Then Samuel Adams might legally be perfectly fine, but this is speculation on the community. No, no. They do own. They do own one. Of, I can't remember which spike beverage they own, but um. But yeah, so uh, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think uh, it's like whatever? Should it be whatever to them? Uh, honestly, man, I I don't know. I don't think that it should be uh, focused on that much. Yeah. Like I do kind of agree, but I mean, I guess if the I guess we haven't community had, wants to sit there. I mean, who's making we, these we haven't had too many Dockfish head is pretty expensive, so we haven't had too many on the uh, on our show. We haven't t- we haven't had too many dogfish head on our particular show. But I think a lot of people are just worried about the quality. We've seen other companies get bought out by uh, by big beer, and uh, and because of the na- because of the um, Samuel Adams losing their craft status, they're now considered big beers. So they're worried that the quality of dogfish head will go down because they're owned by Samuel Adams. Well, I mean, I, I think that you could honestly say just Sam Adams recently has been changing over time anyway so i kind of i kind of get that i kind of get it you mean guinness or no Sam Adams. yeah guinness has been changing too all the, all these companies they've been like uh watering down their beers and not tasting you have no butt no i have too much butt too much butt yeah. anyway one of those? yes uh by the way we're also drinking crawford bach here and there um it's not. It's it's pretty basic beer. Not not the be- It's it's kind. It's it's kind of just uh, beer to have in the background. Yeah. Um. It's something that's uh, obviously sponsored by Houston. Uh, Astros. Like because Astros. Uh, the Astros Stadium. Uh, they just. Is this the one that they're ha- they're putting in the? Yeah, Carbach is getting their own little spot in Astros Stadium. Nice. So. So that's the big thing. Uh. Anyways, uh, moving on to our final topic of the day, uh, video games. Everyone loves video games. I love talking to YouTube about video games. Uh, Rage Two. I actually got some just came out feedback from a couple of people that were like, "Yeah, man, that uh, that game episode where we were talking about uh, Street Fighter, and yes. like some of the fighting games. Like, they were saying that that was one of the most relatable episodes." And I was like, yeah. Well, cool. I know. It's like I know how to talk about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, uh, Rage Two just came out. Are you excited for Rage Two? Do you like Rage? Um, I looked at some of the gameplay earlier. Um, that's the one that people was are saying really it's pretty brutal. Like I was right? reading comments. I was reading comments, and they're saying that's really like graphic and brutal and fun. Yeah. Is it what like Gory. Fallout seventy six should have been? Or probably. Something? Yeah. A lot of the comments were. Uh, all the comments I seen were positive, so. Um, have like, you have like you I seen saying, Reverse Fall? I haven't. Uh, I haven't. I've I watched. 
I loaded it up uh, probably about like 20 or 30 minutes yeah. before y'all got here to kind of like review some of it. And, um... Oh, all, you played all it? I saw, no, all I saw was the, the opening. All oh, I really? Was the opening, yeah. And it, it was, was just it like somebody crazy. being... It was like this post-apocalyptic uh, apocalyptic, like preacher who was sitting there just kind of... He was being really preachy. He was going on and on about a rant about like... You know, like these chosen people or something oh, really? like that. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, one of those type of things. Um, so what I guess a- you could say that that would take from like, you know, maybe like Road Warrior and other that stuff. And, uh, no, another game that you could probably compare it to is the Metro series. Metro? Because yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They that had, makes they, sense. They had very similar um, selling points, especially with Im- enemies. A lot of the... Um, uh, probably more so because Metro is a little bit more singular, so probably more so... With uh, rage, uh, okay, had so this to give uh, people an idea. What would you classify this game? Like what, like genre of game? What do you mean? W- would it be under? okay? So Rage Two is apparently sandbox compared to the first Rage, which was a little bit more linear. Right, but is it's it uh, like an RPG? Is it a shooter? Ooh. Is it survival horror? Is it like a hybrid? Okay, so Metro, Metro is Metro is a survival, and then Rage is probably it's a weird. I don't know because it's weird. It has it had RPG. Or is it just a good old fashioned shooter. Well, Rage had RPG elements in it, such as the trading cards and the games, and you can collect like money and stuff. Yeah, and I mean, if you have knowledge about that, kind of give some background about just the original Rage for people that haven't played it. Right. And maybe they're looking at it because of Rage Two just come out. All right. So the first Rage, um, it was kind of like it was it was very borderline open world. If you can even call it that, it was very single. It had a very, it felt linear, but there was like segments where you could like kind of walk around and stuff. Okay. And um, but the there was like card games. There's like cards you could collect, and you could use those cards like there's collectibles to play in a um, in like a kind of like a these games earn money. And um, you can add, add them to. It was like deck building. It was like a deck building game. You could build your deck and have like these cool new stuff in your deck and go and play against the uh, computer or whatever. All right. So this is a good point where I can bring in Ed Ray because you you played a lot of like retro style games. There's a lot of games over the years that have had these like a game within a game. Like uh, The Witcher has like Gwent. Th- Gwent. You know, it's like a trading card game. Uh, Final Fantasy VIII had. Uh, had a, a, a card game in it as well where you collected a deck over over the game and then uh, battled people with it. What would you say is like maybe one of the, the best versions of that? Best versions of what? The card games? Yeah, like kind of like a uh, side game within a game. What's a, the best example of something like that? Like maybe like Fantasy Star from Shinmu or some you know see what I'm saying like something in- either Shin yeah either Shinmu or Donkey Kong 64, which uh, Donkey Kong 64 had two side games from the past that uh, were pretty popular back then. One of them being Jetpack and the other being the Donkey Kong Arcade. That was how I was able to play the first Donkey Kong Arcade, you know, because of Donkey Kong 64. Really? Yeah, it's it's actually part of the story of the game where. Donkey Kong gets one of the bananas in the factory, and he has to play the Donkey Kong arcade <laughs> and beat like it a, in one life just to get the banana. Story. If you if you guys haven't played Donkey Kong sixty four, uh, then you're missing out because that's that's Donkey Kong had to play an arcade to, with a banana. 
Yeah, and one of the funniest things about Donkey Kong 64 is the Candy Kong character, which is a very sexualized gorilla, mind you. And it's supposed to be a rated E game, <laughs> yet there are some sexually suggestive scenes from Candy Kong and Donkey Kong. Oh, wait. Wait, I think I know what you're talking about. So, this is a rare game, by the way. Okay. So, that makes perfect sense. Like, rare games in general are always trying to kind of push the envelope. Okay. <laughs> I just... Because, re- I mean, their, their other shit was Conker's, you know, Conker's yes. Bad Fur Day, which that was like an M, right? Yeah. Or 18+. plus. I don't know how they rate video games. Uh, yeah, Rare also made the classic games like Blast Core and GoldenEye 007. Yeah, and Perfect Dark. Point. So Rare always pushed the envelope, but the problem is Nintendo didn't want to buy them out. That's true. They went to Xbox, right? Microsoft. Yeah, and since then Rare's been uh, pretty much dead in the water. And that's a good way to stifle competition, honestly. Is <laughs> fucking buy them. <laughs> I guess so. They fucking slowly fire everyone. But I, I wanted to talk about, yeah, post-apocalyptic games. Okay. What, are, what are some of your favorite? I think favorite? Donkey Kong 64 is the, the best post-apocalyptic no, game so there I'm, is. I was looking at, um, you know, these lists. Am, of, I, am I right or am I wrong? Because that's a pretty, like, monkeys have taken over the planet. There's an island where Donkey Kong 64, or Donkey Kong, is, you know, he's fighting a giant... What, what would you say, a reptile king or some shit? Yeah, a giant alligator. Like a giant alligator that talks and eats people and punches things. A fucking, a, an alligator that punches people. <laughs> That's pretty post-apocalyptic, man. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> I, maybe. You know, I, you'd be surprised what post-apocalyptic games there are. Yeah, no, exactly. That's that's such a good point. Uh, do you, you want to hear something that I found surprising that was a post-apocalyptic series? Okay, what's that? Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, it's kind of... Yeah, it's kind of almost the exact same scenario. Where it's like, I guess just fucking... Things have gotten so weird. Oh, shit. You know what? We never did, but we need to do... We need to fucking uh, do a Sonic the Hedgehog fucking trailer react. <laughs> right? You, okay, that's this is a good point. Uh, Ed Ray, have you seen the Sonic the Hedgehog movie trailer? Yeah, and I think they should have used a real hedgehog instead of a CGI hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. No, a real, okay. A real <laughs> Yeah, just get a real hedgehog and paint its quills blue, and there you go. You got a Sonic the Hedgehog That's, movie right hey, there. Hey, you'd, you'd piss off the vegans. Who cares? PETA, you can't abuse animals and you paint gotta them. Use, you got to use makeup art. You know, like healthy, organic Oh, is that what art. it is? Yeah, that would work. You don't want to fucking paint a hedgehog. Like, no, that'd fucking probably kill him or something. Either that or they'd, you know, they'd be really edgy for the rest of... They'd act more like Shadow than Sonic. Right. If they got painted, they'd probably, like, you'd, like, you know, mess with their mind so they'd be, like, smoking cigarettes and shit. <laughs> well, you got a point there. So, yeah, at what point in the Sonic the Hedgehog movie is Sonic going to whip out a cigarette and start smoking and, like, listening to, like, you see, you see that they are going to uh, redo the animation, though. The director said that they're going to start the pitch fans off and they're going to redo it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. Uh, I, I hope they do it in time for the movie. <laughs> right? That's a lot of... I like how... Uh, look, I've got two things to say about this. Because one, you know, fan and like customer feedback prior to the release of a service or whatever, I think it's fantastic. Like, the fact that they, like, 
I don't think most people think that that's fantastic. But the second part I wanted to talk about is the fact that, okay, so your, your story in your movie was flimsy enough. It wasn't even set in stone enough to where you can go back and totally redo all of the animation for your show. Like, that's a lot. Like, I, I, I praise the power of customer feedback. I really do. But at the same time, whoa, maybe I should just stop making a movie. What? But what is the best? Okay, oh, I mentioned this in the last episode. Um, the people, people want this to break the video game curse. And a lot of people don't consider Pokemon Detective Pikachu. I was going to say, you, you just went and saw that, right? Like, they don't consider that a video game movie. There's a big debate. It's like a Pokemon Go video There's game a debate. Movie. And actually, actually, there's a Pokemon Go Detective I mean, there's a Pokemon Detective Pikachu game that apparently the storyline is based directly from that game. But apparently, the, the problem is, apparently the movie was already being written in development before the game. Okay, so now that... So now the game is using that same storyline, though? The game and the movie are the same storyline. Okay. But what's the, what's the argument, then? Is, it, is Pokemon Detective Pikachu a video game movie? I don't think it is. Right? Video game curse. Well, okay. So, it, let's start with this. Was Pokemon Detective Pikachu a good movie? Yes. Yes. Okay. Do, would you consider that it's portrayal of pocket monsters that was created by what? That's the only thing. Well, okay, that's not going to be good. Uh, the actors in Freaks or whatever studio. I didn't like the um, years ago. I didn't like the kid actors at all. You didn't like the kid actors? Okay. Well, those are humans and they suck. What about the pocket monsters? That's the best part. The pocket monsters were the best part of the movie. Dude, yes. Would you say that it was a fair or accurate portrayal of Pocket Monsters? Most of the time. Created by a game? Yeah, majority. About 95%. There's probably 5% there that there's like, uh, that seems a little weird, but no, it was fine. Okay. Um, like a hint of weird. But um, then I'll say, I'll say that Pokemon, I think that Pokemon Detective Pikachu was the game that broke the video game, was the movie that broke the video game. First. But they don't think it's a video game movie. It is though. They literally just told me they're making a game. But there's no, it doesn't no, matter been what been these out. people say or their opinions because well, I mean I guess they can have their opinions. So that's why they're, they're banking though. They're banking on Sonic. They think that because Sonic is solely a video game, or solely started off as a video game, that Sonic is the one that should determine that the video game curse is broken. Yeah, but it's like fucking Sega, dude. Like, if they know the storyline behind Sega and Sonic, like, then they'll know why none of that matters. Sonic is a dead, dead, dead game. It has been long dead. Sega has been long dead. What you're seeing is something that's, that's crumbled and been reborn so many times, and it's just wearing, like, a mask. Like, of Sonic. So, like, the fact that they made this movie... Like, isn't that surprising? Because they, they were trying to sell out a long time ago. I don't know. What, uh, but aren't you, don't you want to see the Smash Brothers initiative? <laughs> well, yeah, everybody does. But. The Super Smash Bros. movie. I think, I think they're already starting development on the new uh, Mario movie. Hopefully it's better than the first one. 
<laughs> what else would they need? For, they would need a Yoshi movie after that. Yoshi? Yeah. Because if you... Uh, I, know, I, know, I know Netflix, I think, is developing a Zelda TV series. Or was it Or was it Star Fox? The original Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, Star Fox. Fox. The commercial, where they're running in the field. Kirby would be so hard to make. Mario, Pikachu, Yoshi. Who was the last one? Kirby. Was it Kirby that was fighting them in the field? I think. Ed Ray. Do you remember the uh, first Smash Brothers? Just well, the original, well, the original Smash Brothers uh, video game is a pretty good one. I think it's one of the best out there, even in 2019. Who, 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 were the, who were the original Smash people? See, Mario, Luigi, Star Fox, Yoshi, Kirby, uh, I don't know, Jigglypuff was one of them. So, uh, Ness, uh, Samus, that's pretty much all I remember from the first uh, Smash Bros, but it was a pretty good, uh, damn good game. Let's do some Smash Bros uh, fanfic theory. I'm not going to try and tie Smash Bros in and say that, uh, that it is a post-apocalyptic world. I think that it's actually a pre-apocalyptic world. Okay. And I think that after the events uh, of horrible Super Smash Brothers, that's how Sonic came to be. And that's how Sonic's world was so crazy. It's, Sonic is in Smash Brothers, isn't he? Yeah, he is in Super Smash Brothers. How's he in Smash Brothers? Rights. They bought the rights. Who? I guess they I, thought, I thought PlayStation owns so, uh, Sonic. Do they? Well, they? They were the one producing a lot of the games for them. Well, not this most recent one, but three games ago, uh, the reason why Sonic was actually like picked for Smash Bros. is Nintendo put up uh, an online poll, and they said it doesn't matter who wins this poll, but... Like, the character that you pick to win this poll, we will have them in Smash Brothers, like, forever. Like, they were willing to put down the money for whatever copyright or property that needed to be, and Sonic won that poll. And so that's, then they went and got Sonic, incorporated him in the okay. storyline. Yeah, that's, uh... Okay. I think PlayStation bought Sega. Or bought uh, some, some of the Sega rights. Well, I mean, PlayStation probably owns a lot of the rights to... I mean, I know the, the name original, Namco, right? The original Metal Gear was on was on uh, Nintendo. Okay. But Metal Gear Solid, like the main game in the the franchise, yeah, that was on PlayStation. Okay. So PlayStation owned the rights, a lot of the rights, to a lot of the Metal Gear Solid franchise, like for a long, long ass time. So <laughs> probably, you know, had already reached over to PlayStation. That's what I'm saying. Edward, what are some of your favorite uh, post-apocalyptic games? Post-apocalyptic? Uh, probably Resident Evil is uh, the most obvious in mind. Yeah. Oh, man. Edward, did you ever watch the um, Resident Evil movies? I believe I watched the first one. I can't remember the others. But the first one was pretty intense. So was it that, that, first game? that monster was 
in Resident Evil 2. You gotta understand, the Resident Evil movie took like everything they could from Resident Evil franchise and created their own story. Did you like and the ending? A lot of it up. Would you like the ending? What 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 ending? That uh, Alice was is in fact the Red Queen. What? What are you talking about? Alice is Red Queen. Did you watch the last movie? Uh, what was the last? What's the name of the last one? I can't remember. The, the last Resident Evil movie they ever made. Well, they, they 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 figure out that she is the um she's literally the red queen. Oh no, I didn't know that. And that's why that's why I'm like oh yeah she's been yeah she's been in the games the whole time. She's the red queen. Oh okay. Well, I mean, I guess the red queen was in the first game. I don't even know if that's accurate. Though. I don't think uh, red queen's in the first game. Like I know she's in like second one and a couple of others but the, like the girl well didn't they introduce her in the second movie that girl which one that's talking to them the girl that's talking to them she i believe is in resident evil 2 yeah so they took that okay what they took from resident evil 2 was the liquors which was the weird thing on the train yeah um, which that was fucking horrifying to see. Uh, they're probably even more crazy in Resident Evil 2, the remake, than most people probably have already seen. Um, yeah, they took that, and that's about it. So okay. the character that they used from the first one was actually, they turned it into the, like, the super tyrant or okay. whatever. They turned him into Nemesis, Project Nemesis. That's Resident, that's Resident Evil 3. Okay. So the second movie incorporated like the second and the third game into it. Plus a lot of the main stuff from the first game that should have been incorporated. Yeah. Whereas like the first Resident Evil movie just like mainly kind of like made their own story. Mm-hmm. It was somehow related to the first game. It's like they tried to say that that whole underground facility or whatever was in the same mansion, but that's the same story from the first Resident Evil. And sorry guys, I'm a I'm a Resident Evil nerd. Like some of my <laughs> some of my like Twitch stuff is based off of like Resident Evil characters. So I you know. Oh you're upset about that? Okay. I had that Leon Kennedy was in like one movie and then I guess he died off camera. Yeah. Um they put him they put him more so I don't know the animated the animated movies. Okay. I like them. He's been in like four of those. He looks like Leon, at least. Looks like the character. I feel like uh, the movies kind of played a little too much into uh, the role of Resident Evil Six and okay. how that went. Um, most fans agree that that just like it was a good game. It just wasn't a Resident Evil game. Because at that point it was all like action and adventure okay. instead of like horror survival. So Resident Evil Seven that just came out, like uh, that was one of the ones that helped bring people back to the horror genre. And I think that's why Resident, the Resident Evil Two remake was so successful. They're able to take some of that money from Resident Evil uh, Biohazard <laughs> and then fucking use that towards the Resident Evil Two remake. So, <laughs> yeah. Post-apocalyptic, man. Crazy. Uh, I think that it would kind of be like uh, a sin for us not to bring up uh, Fallout 
the Fallout series and a post-apocalyptic uh, discussion here. So, what's your opinions on? It? I know that like I know that for a long time I was super super like thankful of the Fallout series, and uh, I had a lot of fun fun with it. I thought yeah. they were um, kind. Of, I thought Bethesda kind of immortalized Fallout, where it could do no wrong. Like in everything they were gonna launch was a success, right? Right. Well, then Fallout 76 came along, and a lot of people felt like that, that was uh, a failure. Like, it's undeniable that like, after release, they had to drop, they dropped the price $20, like, right at the start to get people to be more... Yeah, open and buy that. Yeah. You know, people had bought, like, the, the premium edition, like, a day before, a game where they had spent like seventy or eighty dollars on, like a couple of days before the release, and the app, right when the release happened, like a couple of days after that, like they dropped it to thirty nine ninety nine, and so like all of those people were super pissed, <laughs> so, you know, rightfully so. They paid a lot of money and then got little to nothing in return for it. Yeah, but, like they didn't feel like the product that they purchased was respected to the amount of money they invested. And to make that right, Bethesda gave them in-game credits to make up the difference. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. I can see where that would piss a lot of people off. Uh, how do you feel that's going to affect uh, the development process of other games? Uh, like other fall- literally follow games in the series? I'd be over for Fallout. Fallout might be then. I had to move on to something else. Did you did you play uh, any of the previous ones? Like, uh, Vegas and uh, and they had an after Vegas four, the four. Yeah. Um, they also had the ones uh from kind of like the mid nineties. That was a, it was a different company for those of you who don't know. Um, and that was more of like a turn based kind of like RPG style. Yeah. Um, and it was cool for its time. It was really, really cool. And people had never seen anything fucking like it. And that's how they were able to get it and bring it back up to date was because it had held in the hearts of a lot of these game developers that wanted to see something like that brought, you know, into a full 3D realm. Um, I really, I really liked all the Fallout series. Um, haven't had a chance to play 76 yet. We have a like a we have a good friend who does. So he he plays it all the time. And he really loves it. Um, but besides that, like I don't know, man. I really like the whole system, the whole uh, post-apocalyptic uh, scene of it. Yeah. You know, what are y'all thoughts on the Fallout series? I've never played it, so I wish I could well, tell you. Henry, what, what are your thoughts on the uh, on the on the on gaming in general? On the on the on the way on the direction that the gaming is going. Well, some are still an innovator, so I gotta give the developers credit for that. But as far as RPGs, action games, it's all subjective. But uh, first-person shooters are just overrated. That's a bold statement. Uh, one that. I think everyone should probably agree with it. So, uh, what's your um, least favorite first-person shooter? Need pause. And yeah, and so uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I can't. I actually, I really want to play Rage too. I think Rage, uh, the first Rage was good. Uh, a lot of people hated the ending. I think Rage Two looks really good. Uh, I have to see if I have the funds for it. I spent a lot of money at Disney World, and I have been struggling. Woo! Yeah, I mean, that's one thing that uh, really is uh, sad about the entire gaming industry now. Is like it's not really that cheap to get yeah, no. to get some of the, the newer stuff that you're liking. It's almost hundred bucks. Yeah. Almost round up. Round up. It's hundred bucks. <laughs> Round that up, <laughs> but uh, because obviously you gotta buy the beer for gaming. Yeah, you gotta drink the beer, and I I got two, three wins in the first week of uh, the new season of Fortnite. Oh really? First week I got three wins. Man, I'm telling you, uh, like so I was watching some gameplay the other the second ago, and uh, it looks it looks like they're turning things around. Like uh, last season. I'll, I didn't get a single win. Like, I saw, I saw a guy <laughs> shooting with a shotgun, and he got 78 and an 84. And I was like, damn, no 7, 11, or anything like that? Yeah. No. And then, like, he switched over to that gun you were talking about. And fucking like, it was just precision. He got six kills in a row. It's really, really cool. What, drum gun? No, it's like a new assault rifle. Right? Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. It may be a drum gun. <laughs> I'm gonna be dropping people. People are pissed about. I think I think they just nerfed it though, because the people are so pissed about drum gun. I think it was kind of slightly nerfed uh, in the update, but we'll see. I remember I, I killed like a full team with a drum gun. Yeah. One time, I just pulled up in a golf cart. Uh, someone yeah. said that they don't play the drum gun. Someone was trying to say that the reason they do that is like they don't like song. Summer months. They try to make it easier for like kids and stuff to get into it. Where like during school months, they try to make it a little bit harder and they take away like those easy guns or yeah. something like that. Things that like mow people down and stuff. And... I mean, I guess I see the point in that. I don't. I don't think that you should like do a business like that. But then again, they're still doing strong. They just added John Wick and I know, right? <laughs> episode that isn't an interview, we're going to bring up Disney and how we feel about their uh, monopolizing things. And if it's uh, positive or negative, and how you feel. And that's our next episode. Today, we I'm review... Say, I'd, I'd give it to you, but like, uh, I'm not going to waste my opinion. We interviewed Infinite L Works Into the Dark Rose Imperial Coffee Sound. It was 90% alcohol by volume, and I am feeling that. <laughs> I'm gonna get into the dark roast a seven point five out of ten. Um see here's the thing is like I'm not picking up most of the 
most of the stuff that they said was in here. Right. Like, I'm only picking up, like, one thing, and that's a little bit of the oak. You know, it honestly tastes like the coffee stuff. I mean, the, uh, the milk stuff. Okay. Just with, like, a slight spice to it, which I think is that note. Yeah. So, um, like, honestly, I think, see, that's the thing, is it tastes fucking amazing. Like, I would say that's, like, a nine and a half, like, taste-wise. But the problem is, it's, like, they're liars. <laughs> they, they don't, they, like, this isn't, it doesn't taste like an imperial coffee stout. Um, there's, like, no, no, no coffee traces to it. I mean, it's got really cool art, though. I'll leave, I'll leave it at, like, a seven. Yeah, solely solely for that, I'd say it's a I'd say it's a pirate ship. I like kind of like going off into the darkness. And but my it drop wasn't off. a day. <laughs> it wasn't a day. Like it because they're, they're staying in the darkness. Alive, frozen, blind <laughs> pirates, blind frozen time pirates, time <laughs> pirates, time bandits, pirate bandits, bandits of pirates. What would you What would you say? I said seven point five. Seven point five. Give it a, oh, you mean like a, um, I guess, uh, I give it a, um, Seventh Houston Astros. Oh, the, the Crawford Bach? Not the right Crawford Bach. I was about to say, no, uh, if, I, if we're rating that, it's a 10 out of 10, because they're going to sponsor us. <laughs> okay. And that's, uh, just, that's just your opinion. Right. And that's fine, because all we have here are opinions and beer. You're listening to Opinions of Beer. I prefer mead. You sent me the hell, Jason. I really just want to make everybody jealous. Hi, I'm a person from Earth. Listen, what are we talking about? Are we the smartest dumb guys I've ever met. 